Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 65, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! Haha! It's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, and we have reached the end of week 13. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Okay, so Marvin, we are 13 weeks in, and after 12 weeks, well, I am one week up at 6 to 5 with one tie so far. Yeah, I know, Dave, but it's a game of momentum, and that momentum is about to swing my way. Okay, well, we'll see. Here we go. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, guys. Hey, Gary. So, Gary, have you had a good week? Yeah, pretty good. My laser tag team is doing great, Dave. Oh, okay, wow, so you're into the whole laser tag thing too, eh? You know, I don't know how we went for two years without hearing about this. So, are you in the same team as Benjamin? What? Oh, no, Dave, but our teams play in the same league. Oh, I see. Okay, and so do you have a laser tag name too? Oh, yes, of course, Dave. They call me Red Shadow. Because all you see is a flash of red, and then I'm gone. Pew! There is only shadow. <laughs> okay. Gosh, Marvin, maybe you and I need to play some laser tag, too. Oh, what? Oh, no, no, Dave, I already play. Oh, okay, so you all play except me. Well, yeah, pretty much, Dave. Yeah, they call me El Toro. Yeah, Colin's really good, too. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, they call me Orange Lightning. Okay, wow, yeah, I had no idea. So yeah, I guess it's just me and the prof. Gosh, maybe he and I should join a team too. What? Oh no, Dave, no, I already play, yeah. <laughs> they call me the teacher, you know, because every week I take these kids to school, yeah? <laughs> okay, fine, it's just me. Well, we'll talk about this another time. Gary, can we get to the quiz now? Sure thing, Dave. Okay, here we go. Question one from this week. We heard that Sennacherib was killed worshipping in the temple of his god. But what was the name of that false god? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a tricky one. But yeah, actually, I do remember that. Yeah, I think I've got that one, too. Okay, then. Question two. Hezekiah went to God for help. But the kings of Judah before him looked somewhere else for protection. What nation did they try to get to rescue them from the Assyrians? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not from very long ago. Yep, I got that one too, Dave. Yep, and me, Marvin. So here we go. Question three. Yep, here it comes. Question three. If you put the books of the Bible in alphabetical order, there are two books that would be right in the middle. So book 33 and book 34 of all 66 books. So can you name either of those two books? Closest book wins. Oh, okay. Okay, let me have a think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've got my guess, Dave. Hmm, okay. Well, yep, me too. I've got my guess. Take us through it, Gary. 
Okay, so question one. What was the name of the false god Sennacherib was worshipping when he got killed? Okay, I think that was something like Nisroch, right? Yeah, that's what I put to you, Marvin. That's right. Good job. So question two. What nation did Judah try to get to rescue them from the Assyrians? Okay, I think that was Egypt. Yep, yep, Marvin, I think you're right. Yep, you're two for two. Okay, so last question. How close can you get to the middle books of the Bible? Okay, well, I thought it might be a little closer to the start of the alphabet than to the end. So I went for a K one, Dave. I went for First Kings. Okay, yeah, well, we were kind of thinking the same way, I think, Marvin, but I didn't quite go back that far from the middle. I went for L. I went for Lamentations. Okay, well, I can tell you, First Kings is book 35 on the list. Marvin was just one away. Lamentations is book 37. Book 33 was Jude, and book 34 was Judges. So well done to anyone listening at home who got either of those. But Marvin wins this week. Moo-ray! Yeah, told you, Dave, the momentum swings my way. Yeah, I guess it does, Marvin. I can never quite shake you off. Okay, good job. And thank you, Gary. No problem. I'll see you next week, Dave. And I'll see you in the laser tag arena, El Toro. Yeah, bye, Red Shadow. Okay, El Toro. Well, today we're going to finish this kind of story section of Isaiah, where Isaiah has switched from giving us these messages that God was giving him for the people of Judah to, you know, telling us what actually happened in the land of Judah. So yesterday we heard how God granted Hezekiah 15 extra years. Today we'll hear one final episode from Hezekiah's life. Oh, okay. Okay, well, give us something to listen for, Dave. Well, today Isaiah tells Hezekiah how the Babylonians will come and take the treasures from Judah. So the question is, well, what will be left? Oh, okay. So what will be left in Judah? Got it. Right. Now, today is Charlotte's last day of reading, so for the last time, at least for a while, we might have her back at some point. Over to you, Charlotte. Hello again, everyone. Today we'll be reading from Isaiah 39. At that time, Marduk Baladan, the king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah letters and a gift. He had heard that Hezekiah had been sick, but had gotten well again. Marduk Baladan was the son of Baladan. Hezekiah gladly received the messengers. He showed them what was in his storerooms. He showed them the silver and the gold. He took them to where the spices and the fine olive oil were kept. He showed them where he kept all his weapons. And he showed them all his treasures. In fact, he showed them everything that was in his palace and in his whole kingdom. Then Isaiah the prophet went to King Hezekiah. Isaiah asked him, What did those men say? Where did they come from? They came from a land far away, Hezekiah said. They came to me from Babylon. Isaiah asked, What did they see in your palace? They saw everything in my palace. Hezekiah said, I showed them all my treasures. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Listen to the message of the Lord who rules over all. He says, You can be sure the time will come when everything in your palace will be carried off to Babylon. Everything the kings before you had stored up until this day will be taken away. There will not be anything left, says the Lord. Some of the members of your family will be taken away. They will be your own flesh and blood. They will include the children who will be born into your family line and they will serve the king of Babylon in his palace. The message the Lord had spoken through you is good, Hezekiah replied. 
He thought, there will be peace and safety while I'm still living. Thanks, Charlotte. So, Marvin, what will be left in Judah? Uh, well, I thought nothing, Dave. I thought nothing would be left. God said they would take it all away. You know, even the children. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of a little bit of a trick question there. Yeah, but Dave, what was wrong with Isaiah giving those guys the tour and, you know, showing him all his stuff? I mean, they came with a nice message and a present from their king, right? Yeah, they did. But Marvin, you know what Hezekiah didn't do? He didn't sit those messengers down and say, look, listen up, guys. Let me tell you about the one living and true God. Let me tell you how he saved us from the Assyrians, how he took out 185,000 soldiers in one night. Let me tell you that Judah is his nation. Let me tell you that we are his people. Oh, oh yeah, I see. Yeah, instead of doing that, Hezekiah kind of said, hey, look how great I am. Look at all my treasures. Look at all my stuff. Go back and tell your boss what a great king I am. Just little did he know they were more likely to go back and say, hey, you know what? If we go and attack Judah, there's a bunch of really nice stuff that we could have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you kind of goofed, huh? Yep. Even though God had rescued him and Jerusalem from the Assyrians, even though God had healed him and given him those extra 15 years, even though in his song yesterday he said he would live the rest of his life without any pride, well, I'm afraid he couldn't live up to that promise. When he had the chance with these messengers from Babylon, he chose to glorify himself and not to give glory to God. And you know, when Charlotte finished reading that section, the bit at the end where Hezekiah thinks, phew, well, at least there'll be peace until after I'm dead, and I switched off the microphone, well, you know what Charlotte said? She said, huh, pretty selfish. And you know what? Charlotte was right. Now, Hezekiah, in many ways, did a great job as a king of Judah. He did turn to the Lord for help, and because of that, Jerusalem was saved. But he wasn't perfect. He still fell into the trap of pride. He still had that selfishness in his heart. He was, just like you and me, still a sinner. Yeah, it's kind of sad, Dave. Like he could have been great, but then he also wasn't. Yep, that's it. So today, boys and girls, let's us glorify God. Here's a question. What's the best thing you've ever done? What are you most proud of? Maybe it's something that you've made. Maybe it's a prize that you've won. Maybe it's something nice that you did for someone else. Now, those are all good things, and it's good to be proud of those. But today, let's pray and say, God, this is the thing that I'm most proud of, but I know I could only do that because of you, because you are the God who made me. You gave me those talents and gifts because every day you're with me and help me. You see, as we follow after Jesus, That's what we want to be about. Not saying, look at me and my stuff, I'm great. That's what Hezekiah did. We want to say, look at the amazing God who saved a sinner like me. He is the one who is truly great. Okay, got it, Dave. Yeah, so not look at me, but look at God. Yeah, glory to God, not glory to us. Yep, that's exactly it, Marv. And if you're an Eden Grover, you'll know that we have that up on a big banner on the wall of our church. It says, Soli Deo Gloria which means glory to God alone. You know, that's what we want to be about. And that's a good way to finish up week 13, I think. So have a wonderful weekend, boys and girls, and we'll be back on Monday to hopefully give some more glory to our God. Yeah, sounds good, Dave. Okay, everyone, yeah, have a great weekend. Bye for now. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.